0: jim hall from 2953 analytics i've hijacked auto line daily from detroit today is monday the first of august 2011. let's get on with the news shall we first up i'll give you some news haha <laughs> it's me jimmy it's, well, wait, me wait, it's my, it's my evil air, brother it's my evil brother bob I, and i don't yes, know how we right. did this how did you intercept our wave bob this is the internet this is supposed to be impossible it's I, nothing's impossible for my headquarters on my private continent and I'm going to take the show over, and I'm going to run it the way I think it should be done. Now, that's, that's crazy, because you are evil, and the show is not ready to be taken over by somebody who's evil, okay? And everyone look, knows look, I'm you're not evil. because you're saying I'm evil. I must be good. Well, you know what? We need, we need to have a third party decide this, Bob. I'm sorry. I Listen, disagree, but go ahead. What's I have your an idea? idea. Here's the deal. On Thursday, the 18th of August, at, on AutoLine After Hours, why don't we have the viewers decide which is the evil Hall twin? Me, Jim Hall, or Bob? Yeah, We'll be on, you know, I don't know when, but it'll be sometime that day, because we will probably get Bob off his private continent and somewhere in Detroit. Then I'll have my men wrestle him up, and... Oh, listen, Bob, I hate to tell you this, but the guy's just updated the antivirus software here, and so I'm going to be saying goodbye, Bob, Stop. talk to you later. Stop it! Stop it. Yeah. Stop it! Bye! No. No. Now, the news. Honda announced its first quarter earnings for 2011, which were way down due to disruptions from the earthquake that hit Japan earlier this year. Global car sales were just under 550,000 units, a nearly 40% drop compared to a year ago. That sent the company's revenue to just under $21 billion, which is down over a quarter. And the company's net profit dropped a stunning 88% to $386 million. Honda did improve its full-year sales estimates because production recovered better than expected, but the company still expects losses for the calendar year. Global vehicle sales aren't growing much compared to a year ago. According to Wards, in the first half of the year, automakers sold 6.6 million units, which is just .9 percent gain over 2010. But that makes it the seventh month in a row sales growth hasn't outpaced the previous month. The slow growth is due to the disaster in Japan, cooling market in China, and a sales drop in Europe. However, sales are expected to pick up later this year, with Japanese automakers returning to near-normal production levels. Auto executives have signed off on the Obama administration's new fuel economy target, But maybe they should have consulted their employees who will have to make that happen. According to a survey from Wards, an overwhelming number of engineers and designers working at OEMs and suppliers have serious concerns over the proposals. Only one in four agreed that the original proposal of 56.2 miles per gallon could be met with current available technologies. Less than one in ten thought the rules were taking into account future safety regulations which will likely add weight to a vehicle. And over three quarters said that the rule will, and this is a quote, fundamentally change how vehicles are manufactured in the U.S. That's the end of the quote. The new target for fuel economy is 54.5 miles per gallon by 2025. But it's hard to imagine engineers and designers will change their minds much with a new target. Stick around for the second half of the show, and I'll share a few of my thoughts on the weirdness that always circles around cost estimating a decade or more in the future. BMW revealed a couple of electric concept vehicles. The i3 and i8 design studies hint at where the company's new i sub-brand is headed. The i3 is the smaller of the two cars. It's designed for urban areas and is a pure electric, delivering a range of 150 kilometers, which is about 93 miles. BMW claims it'll be the first production vehicle with a body made largely of carbon fiber reinforced polymer. This cuts the car's curb weight by anywhere from 250 to 350 kilograms. Zero to 100 kilometers per hour, about 62, should take less than eight seconds. But best of all, this baby is rear wheel drive and as for the i8 it features a plug-in hybrid drivetrain with a 35 kilometer pure electric range. 0 to 100 kilometers again should take less than five seconds. The i3 is scheduled to drop in 2013, the i8 a year later. You don't need to clip coupons to save a bundle at your local Ford dealer. The company is cutting the price of its sync system by hundred bucks. This is pretty neato. Popular infotainment system stickers at now 295 dollars and is available as a standalone option on base 2012 vehicles. Before you had to order it as part of a package. Hooray for savings and beer! How am I supposed to keep my thighs from sticking to the tritone vinyl seats in my 59 Pontiac Bonneville? This is ridiculous. A 34-year-old man has been sentenced to 18 months in prison and socked with nearly a million dollars in fines for smuggling refrigerant into the United States. According to the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, he pleaded guilty to importing nearly 280,000 kilograms of hydrochlorofluorocarbon 22, my favorite variety. Uh, Many of you may know this as the useful liquid gas as R-22 refrigerant. Here's my take on this sad state of affairs. The EPA makes absolutely no sense if it bans certain refrigerants because they're said to accelerate global warming. How else are we going to stay cool in this ungodly hot summer weather we're having? We need that refrigerant. Coming up next, I'll give you the real meaning of CAFE. Stick around. I got this one, old man. For drivers who want to get the most out of their cars, is Bridgestone or nothing. If I told you 15 years ago that Chevy's entry-level sedan would come with 10 standard airbags, you'd say I was out of my mind. That many airbags is too expensive for a car that has to compete with the Corolla and the Civic. And in 1996, it was too expensive for a Cavalier. So, what's this with people saying the new CAFE regulations will cost thousands of dollars, destroy jobs, and excise liberty from the face of the earth? I'm tired of people estimating what the cost of the 2025 CAFE will be by pulling numbers out of their... you know. The estimates quoted range from about $2,000 of incremental cost to over nine grand. The problem is the absolute cost will be determined by technology, some of which hasn't been invented yet. Some of these technologies will have significant cost reductions as they are developed. And this has happened before. Honda developed something called CVCC, and they did this to reduce emissions and basically do it without a lot of expensive costs. It was a new cylinder head, and it worked really well. General Motors and the rest of the industry was pursuing catalytic converters to treat the exhaust after combustion. Now, in 1972 and 73, when these technologies were being developed, catalytic converters were absurdly expensive because they used platinum. And platinum was primarily a uh, jewelry material. It was not mined in in large numbers, and it was very expensive. So if you looked at the analysis then, you'd say, yeah, that's too expensive. We can't put platinum in the exhaust pipe of a car. Let's do CVCC cylinder heads. Well, it turned out that CVCC was a stopgap. They had to put converters on them anyway, and as you increased the number of catalytic converters, believe it or not, more platinum was mined and it adjusted the cost. The same thing is true when we talk about the technology that's going to be required to meet emission standards in 2025. A lot of this stuff hasn't been developed yet and probably won't be until, oh, 2020 or 2021. Let's say the incremental cost to get to the 2025 level is $5,500, which is an average of the numbers, but we've pulled that one out of our you-know-what as well. And that's over 15 years because we're not going to have the solution now using 2025 technology. So it works out to less than $370 a year. Telematics and driver assistance systems alone are going to add more cost per year to a vehicle than that. This is crazy. You know, we're talking about an industry that doesn't really know how much gas is going to cost and where we're going to get our petroleum or our petroleum substitute. So don't give me absolute numbers of cost. Some of the cost will go up. The cars will cost more than they do now. But $9,000? This is absurd. And that's all. Once again, I'm Jim Hall from where else but 2953 Analytics. Thanks for watching. I'll catch you next time, whatever that is. I go now. For complete coverage and in-depth analysis of the Management Briefing Seminars in Traverse City this week, pick up your copy of the Wards MBS Daily, available each morning free throughout the Grand Traverse Resort. That's Wards MBS Daily from the editors of wardsauto.com.